Hello and welcome back to Future Prairie Radio, where marginalized artists explore the future through the lens of the arts, humanities, and culture. I'm your host, Joni Whitworth. This is Season 5, Episode 13, Pyrography, with Lisa Cox. We've had a nice range of experienced and emerging artists this season on the podcast, and today I'm excited for you to hear from Lisa. She is a brand new artist. How fun! She's based here in Portland, Oregon, where I also live, and she recently spoke with me about finding her artistic voice and her life as a woman in woodworking. In this episode, she describes her journey to pyrography, which is the art of decorating wood, or also leather, by burning a design onto the surface with fire or some type of heated metallic point. She's been exploring in this medium and having a ton of fun. She recently got some artist grant money from our local regional arts and culture council so she could purchase new equipment for this endeavor. She's working on developing her skills in wood burning and also in freehand drawing. I really love the confidence she found to jump right into a new medium and explore new ways to play as a newer artist working in a medium we don't often see. So if you would like to take a look at her gorgeous guitars, I hope you get a chance to hop over to her Instagram page. Her handle is Sparka Studios, S-P-A-R-K-A Studios. Please enjoy Lisa Cox. My name is Lisa Cox, and I grew up in the Midwest in Kansas City, Missouri. I was born in Colorado, but I grew up in the Midwest for almost 30 years. And I think that my pull to a a West Coast state, or at least a place that had abundance of accessible nature and outdoor I guess recreation was very high. So when I had the opportunity in 2010, me and my husband rode our bikes out here from Missouri. We sold almost 95% of our belongings, which included everything except for bikes. But we decided to just completely essentially start over. We had no jobs, but we knew that we wanted to be in Portland after visiting in 2007. It was just this lifelong goal to get out of the Midwest and really, you know, be in a place that was more attuned to my own personal joys and satisfaction. So being in nature, being around more um, environmentally aware, an aware community. And if you can imagine in 2010, there wasn't a lot of internet and the capability to go online and find good weather. So we took the train from the Midwest to Arizona, and then we rode from there. So the Amtrak, we had our bikes with us, and uh, we took our time going from Arizona to California. And then we hit a bunch of weather, surprisingly. So we took the train from portions of California through like the really bad weather to Eugene and then we made our way from Eugene to Portland. It was very satisfying because it was that gap from you know professional career just like dropping everything and kind of starting over but in a sense um, you know living the dream that was always 
accessible but not necessarily attainable. So we left all of our friends and family. We didn't know anyone in Portland or Oregon. It was a big adventure to just do it. It was a great like three month sabbatical basically. During COVID, like many of us, I had a lot more free time to stay at home and I really was looking inside myself and saying, what gives me personal joy and personal peace? Because I needed that at that time. Everything was changing and it um, gave me an opportunity to slow down from all of my regular activities and really think about um, what I wanted my life to be at that moment. I was also turning 40, so it was a pivotal moment for me in terms of my my life, I guess. And so I started to just draw, and I don't have a background in art. I took one class in college because I loved you know, just drawing, it was my elective. And I had drawn in high school, but I had a good 20 year gap <laughs> where I really didn't do anything artistic for myself. And so I picked up my pencil and I just started drawing and my husband bought me a, a pen that you can draw on wood, which is called pyrography. And I was like, well, I don't know what I'm gonna do with that. So I was just drawing in a notebook and then I got that pen, which is, you know, the burning pen. And I got some just random pieces of wood and I started drawing on the wood and then drawing um, with the art pen and wood burning. So I started gathering things around my house, like my bicycle uh, tray that is wood. And I started to draw and design um, art on any piece of wood that I could find. It started that way and I realized that I just had so many moments of being in the moment, of being right where I was, everything else disappeared around me. And I think they call that the state of flow. Um, you forget about everything and you can just sit there for hours. So I started with that and then I realized that I truly have a, a love of music and art. And I majored in voice for one semester when I was in college and then I ended up getting my environmental studies degree. But I love music and I play the guitar and I sing just on my own. Mm -hmm. And I had this dream of connecting the two. Mm -hmm. And so how I did that was I started to find guitars that were either on sale or abused and used and weren't necessarily gonna have a good home. And I wanted to put art on those old guitars, refurbish them, and then sell them to maybe inspire a new player or a young person to play the guitar. That was how I, I really started the combination of the burning on the guitar and the combination of music and art. So part of the combination is the capability to put designs and then burn them onto the body of a guitar. And in some of my other guitar work, I just burn the edges or the outside portion and I leave the paint on the front. And in other versions is the, uh, um, the front of an entire guitar body. So it, what I've designed here is just a combination of all sorts of leaves and outdoor uh, materials that you would think of if you would go into a Northwest forest. 
So I had like ferns and just all sorts of leaves and I don't know, I just put it all together to provide uh, the concept of um, intricacy, symmetry, and the serenity that you feel when you're in nature. And I hope that when somebody plays the guitar, they can also embody the essence of being outside in nature. But what I want to do next on this particular one is on the very outside of the guitar edge, there's like a little space that I will stain brown. And then on the entire guitar body itself on the front, I'll stain it green so that the wood burning pops, but everything will have like a similar hue of light green. So it will be a bit of a combination that I haven't done before, but I'm excited to try it out. I've been using some different stains on different guitars, so I'm hopeful that it will um, produce like a color, which I haven't done much before. I've done some relict guitars, but this will be more of a green and brown look that really embodies what I hope to be that nature element. This is actually a guitar, so it will be fully finished with strings and pickups and everything that anybody could play. And my goal is to keep these very affordable so that any person um, of any income could obtain these. And at some point I'd love to even donate some of these to different organizations that may inspire a child to work on it. So I've done some custom work. This was for a, a client that wanted a very basic tree scene on a ukulele. Again, I bought the ukulele. It was actually new for the person and I designed um, just some very basic tree art and a couple of birds to put on the front. We finished it. My husband actually does a lot of the finishing work. He is a master builder and um, I do the artistic elements and then he does a lot of the actual equipment piece. One of my other endeavors through my artistic dreams and vision is to build a community of artists that may be like me in terms of not always acknowledging their artistic abilities and encouraging other people in my community to embrace whatever artistic creative endeavors that they might have mm -hmm. um, to embrace those and fulfill those as a way to find personal joy and satisfaction so i actually have a couple other artists that we meet on a regular basis to encourage each other and share designs and provide feedback and so that's one part of how i believe that through my art and my goals i can make portland a better place and the other part is just showing people and Portland that the combination of art and music is real and that we can inspire each other to find ways to uh, combine the two. And that's what I really love about the guitar piece is that that combination of art and music that we can find in that common space. It is very organ. We have this amazing forest. We've had this industry 
of um, wood providing our stability as an economy and our livelihood as people, plus music, plus art. So it's all very organ in terms of what I'm doing. And I love that, that those are connected in that way. I don't always think of those connections, but it, I think it's just inside me <laughs> in terms yeah. of how it is all connecting, plus I guess the connection to nature, which is very inspiring to me. So I think whenever I am in nature, for at least moments, I do a lot of biking, but when I'm able to do some hiking, I'm able to observe the intricacies of nature. And what I have found so interesting is the non-symmetry, which is, you know, in terms of symmetry, it's like our eye is very drawn to symmetry, but not perfect symmetry. So it's very interesting in that when you look at even just like a fern, you'll see the tiny little um, places where one like little leaf is longer or there's like one little one more dot on like the backside of a fern. It's symmetry, but it's not perfect symmetry. We love looking at those things. So if people are wondering like why they like a particular plant or tree, it's often because they can see the symmetry of it and it's very appeasing to our eye. When I am in nature, specifically, usually in forests, I'm really drawn to looking at those details of plants or of a tree, and that's very inspiring to me to then transpose that in an artistic way. I think the layout of a tree in terms of how it's shaped is of course influenced by all of the elements, but oftentimes there is a symmetry to it if you stand back and look at it in the big picture. And then when you look yeah. at the leaves and how they are lined up, whether it's six or eight, you can see that it's perfectly symmetrical, but maybe one leaf is like a slightly different shape. That plant's a great example of mm -hmm. each leaf on both sides, but then there's like one that may be slightly longer than the other one on its side. Yes. So being able to pay attention to those details is really fun for me and ins inspirational. I think from my perspective, again, as a very new artist who didn't even consider myself an artist, I am so appreciative of the boost that this grant has given me in terms of my own acceptance that I can be an artist, I am an artist, and Portland and Oregon supports people like me who have not explored their artistic endeavors ever. But when I saw this grant, it was the opportunity for me to say, okay, I don't have to spend a lot of startup money. If I can get this grant, I can pay for, you know, my wood products. I can pay for a website. I can pay for, you know, my, my pyrography pen mm -hmm. or a supply that I'm not completely losing money and able to say to my community and my friends, look at the things that I'm creating and don't you want to join me? It's really an invitation that this grant has given for me to open my arms to my community and say, please join me in creating art that gives you personal satisfaction and joy. I have told people in my professional life forever that everyone is creative. Yeah. I don't care, like, if you say you're not, there's so many ranges and different types of creativity. And I think embracing that 
and combining that with your personal life, whatever it might be. If you're a solid engineer, a solid scientist, we all have a creative side that enhances all of us. Every aspect of ourselves is enhanced by embracing your creative side. And I think we've gotten away from that and trying to separate art and science, art and engineering, and pretend in, in, in some ways that they're not connected. But the best approach is to combine art and science, and I call it the intersection of art and science, where we are able to use our creative mind to solve those really hard problems. And I believe that if we can inspire all of Oregonians to do that, we can find solutions to our biggest problems. Thanks so much for listening. This episode was sponsored by Oregon Humanities and the Oregon Community Foundation. Written and produced by me, Joni Whitworth, and edited by Ellie Swope. If you have any questions or feedback about the show, we're happy to hear it. Please feel free to reach out at any time at futureprairie.com or on social media at futureprairie.